Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This is the series where I review an old or new comic in my collection, and I'll talk about its cover, interior art, plot, and enjoyability. Today I've got... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number one, fifth printing from Mirage Comics. Yep, so this is the very first Ninja Turtles comic book. It's hard to believe, but the very first uh, Turtles comic was basically a one-shot comic. It wasn't quite expected to go very much further, but it became an international juggernaut spawning toys TV shows, movies, and of course, more comic book volumes. The very first issue of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is worth a lot of money. No joke, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in a good condition. I finally have my own copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number one. As I said, however, this is the fifth printing. It's 20 bucks. If you want the higher print numbers, printing number one, for example, get ready to take out a second mortgage. But the story is still the same. We'll get to that in a moment. First of all, the cover. So the uh, Ninja Turtles comics, the first ones were in black and white. And this fifth printing cover is actually very different art from first printing. First printing is very iconic. Uh, it has the turtles, um, you know, in an alleyway and a very, uh, like a Dutch angle uh, to it. And it's just a classic iconic cover. This fifth printing one has new art with Splinter holding his his students there, Shredder in the background. And it's a wraparound cover. So um, this was uh, something that was borrowed from the original inspiration, which was, for example, Ronin, Frank Miller's Ronin. And so it's got this stark red color, the Ninja Turtles logo in pretty big blocky letters. And so I'll give the cover a 3 out of 5. It's alright. Um, I feel like it's a little bit awkward in terms of trying to fit everything at once on the front cover here, but Splinter is cut off. Then if you look at the back, you see the rest of Splinter, and then, ooh, there's Shredder. So the printing, uh, the, the cover is is alright. It's, it's middle of the road, 3 out of 5. And interior art actually is different from this cover, so also it doesn't it doesn't quite fit with it. But we'll give it a three out of five. Interior art really shines. Okay, uh, interior art is by Kevin Eastman, and Eastman is on drawing duties, and Laird is on writing duties. So the interior art is all black and white, uh, not very high quality print, newsprint but um, very enjoyable because there's just a lot of great detail to the art. There's a lot of screen tone to give the illusion of depth and tone. And the very first shot of uh, a close-up of Leonardo uh, is really dark and gritty. And I would say that a lot of the art is, for a better term, dark and gritty. It's, it's grungy, it's um, detailed, it's very textured. But the great thing is that it's not cluttered. There are so many black and white comics of the 80s that are just so cluttered that the creator just had a hard time differentiating background and foreground and, and not making it look busy and, and hard to deal with. Uh, this comic is 
detailed um, but not cluttered and I really appreciate it so I'll give the interior art a four out of five the turtles don't quite look like the turtles that we would know of years later they're a little bit more stylized a little bit more classic reptilian style perhaps but still good overall nonetheless there's a great splash uh, page of Raphael out on a mission and he's on the rooftops and the in, that art is just really nice once again the um, the the screen tone which is basically a lot of parallel lines uh, to create texture uh, is just amazing we see this brickwork and the detail of it with dotted lines dashed lines parallel lines uh, it's just really nice screen tone the story as i said um this is uh the story is by peter laird and it's a self-contained story it's got the classic origin of the ninja turtles uh where did they come from splinter found them in the in the sewers uh mutagen fell on them and uh they started to mutate and there's the whole story about how Shredder fits in with it. It's really cool. I, I really love this opening narration too. My name is Leonardo. We made a wrong turn somewhere. Now we're caught, our backs to the wall in this trash-strewn alley. Barring the way out are 15 of the members of the Purple Dragons, the toughest street gang on the east side. The only way they'll let us out of here is if we're dead. And finally, there's a great shot of, he's wrong, we're not wearing costumes. And the Ninja Turtles burst into the scene, creating a global empire of comics, merchandise, movies, TV shows, and everything. So the, the plot is enjoyable. It wraps everything up in one story. Uh, I don't want to spoil the full ending of the story, but it would be unexpected if you know anything about the Turtles and its several hundred issues. Uh, throughout the years and including uh, the cartoons and the movies so I won't spoil that but the the plot comes together pretty well starts off with some revenge and fleeing from Japan and coming to the US and even more vengeance and a vendetta against the revenge so it's pretty cool I'll give the story a four out of five there is a second story that's in the back of the book because this fifth printing actually padded it with another story. Uh, there we've got Eric Talbot as the artist and the writer. The style is slightly different than the uh, Eastman style, but this is uh, still a pretty good style with, again, detail, uh, a lot going on. It does feel slightly more cluttered than Eastman's work. There are a few shots where there's... Uh, a little bit too much to look at and plot wise I didn't really like it plot wise it was kind of way too slapsticky uh, basically Donatello has to go out and run an errand and hilarious stuff ensues I didn't love that that story in there too much but in general the book is a is a four out of five story wise the enjoyability I'll give that a perfect five out of five uh, there's a lot to enjoy here first of all for an old timer like me that uh, kind of grew up with the turtles in the late 80s and 90s as a kid this brings back some nice nostalgia the funny thing though is that i was reading the 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 much funnier uh kid friendly archie version of the ninja turtles whereas the original mirage studio version was much more dark and gritty and violent there are shots in here that are very violent for example, Raphael loves this stuff. There's a flash as his sighs come out. The three toughs don't even see that. Too bad. 
and that guy gets totally destroyed. So it's uh, it's a lot more violent than you might think. It was also very cool because again, I love the subgenre of independent 80s black and white furry comics. And so this comic right here, black and white independent from the 80s, it fits the bill. Again, it's hard to believe that this little independent comic published in the East Coast a long time ago uh, has still survived 35 years later. So it's very enjoyable having this book. Very good price. Uh, it's got the extra story in the back. Uh, it's actually a trivia question. Uh, it's actually reduced down to comic book size because the original first print was more like magazine size. But again, that one's thousands of dollars if you want it in your collection. I'm happy with this fifth printing. So to recap, the cover is a 3 out of 5. Not super amazing, but very nice to look at. The interior art is a 4 out of 5. There's some great detail without making it too cluttered. A lot to look at. Great panel layout and anatomy. The plot is a 4 out of 5. It's got a beginning, middle, and end that works well in one particular comic. And the enjoyability of it all is a 5 out of 5. I personally enjoyed it very much. I, I'm glad to have this as a part of my collection. So once again, if you'd like the video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.